All right, that was a little 8-bit version of I Want to Be Sedated by the Ramones. You holding? <laughs> I do want to be sedated. Yeah, yeah. What's your name, mister? <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? You, you've you become the guy. You're the prompter for, this is Best Frenemies, and I'm Christopher Long. And I am Johnny Castanha. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I know you're being funny, but you're going to totally fuck me up now. And I'm going to be like, uh, ha. How's it feel to be my best friend and you, can, you can't even see my last name? Oh, dude. I'm the worst. Like, all you guys. Like, that's a good thing about the program is that you don't have to know. Yeah. You're expected not to know anyone's last name. And that really works well for me. Yeah, it's like, I would love to tell you his last name, but I don't want to break his enemy. <laughs> and it's like, I just don't know it. Yeah. And well, it, you know what? It only it only matters in sports and in like high school. And then you, you turn 21. If you got a fucked up last name like me, they, they're like, okay, so your name's Johnny C. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> perfect. That works. Yeah. See, long... Yep. It's just not a problem. But, you know, during the Super Bowl, I did get like six text messages <laughs> from people going, Chris, congratulations on winning the Walter Payton Award. <laughs> you do great charity work. <laughs> I'm like, I put forth the effort and it's about time I was recognized. Dude, uh, this, yeah. We, so the Super Bowl is on Sunday. And it was horrible. super boring. Like, dude, I, okay, I'm going to be honest here. Like, I, I really don't have a football team, but like, yeah, do I. but all my teams are LA. So I was like, you know, I was like, whose house? Rams house. And then I got all excited. I saw this song, Ram It. <laughs> no, I saw, I saw you posting that. I'm like, dude, I've never even heard him uh, speak dude, about football. Total poser. But, <laughs> but so then I get the family around and stuff and I'm like, dude, Rams are good. That's the youngest coach. And then we're watching the game and I just looked at my wife and I was like, God ram it. You know, <laughs> the best, I love that uh, in uh, New Orleans, the, the paper totally like, hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what the Rams and the Saints have in common? <laughs> Neither one scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Oh, God. I know. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Um, so speaking of sports, real quick, I have never spent as much time before the NBA trade deadline <laughs> refreshing my browser that i have these last three days it i need it to be over i it's, need to get my life back it's literally just so people know you guys are like it's like the fucking talk for men right now dude God, dude it's fucking driving me do, nuts do you think anthony davis is gonna come do, do you think he's gonna go to this he doesn't want to play for the celtics <laughs> and then for me it's like they're going after uh conley yeah and it's like he doesn't want to play for Utah. Well, no shit. No one wants to play for Utah. It, it is entertaining, though. Oh, God. I just need it to be over. I need to get back to my life. I, I heard that the Lakers, they're getting them, and that's why they played so bad last night, because they told them they're all shipped out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my favorite rumor. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, so, all right, on this episode, we are going to do top five. So, real quick. Did you stick with top five 80 sitcoms or television shows? Television shows, right, like we well, discussed. Well, that conversation apparently I was asleep during because I just stuck with uh, sitcoms, but whatever. Television shows. We'll okay. say it's top five 80s television shows. Dude, 
I mean, you can only put the Golden Girls once, Chris, so I don't know what you're... Oh, you know what? It's my <laughs> fucking list. <laughs> Unless they had a spinoff that I didn't know about. God damn it. I didn't even think of the Golden Girls. <laughs> Son of a bitch. This is going to be good, I'm sure. Uh, then we have we have our recommendations. and oh, and we did a little surprise uh, boys trip to New York. We did do... I, I have never gone on a boys trip. This was my first one. The only ones I ever went on were like to Vegas for bachelor parties. I didn't even do that. I've never done that. I always had my wife. I'm fucking cock black, you know. Yeah, you moved to California with your wife. Way to bring sand to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> this was my first boys trip and uh <laughs> boys trip. <laughs> boys trip. And uh yeah, so we have um Coach Jeff who went with us, and Kenji. Maybe. Um, maybe he's going to show up, but that's kind of par for the course with him on the trip. We really don't know. And uh, I, I literally saw him on the mats this morning. I was like, hey, um, we're going to re- recap our boys trip, and I'm going to give you a chance to defend yourself <laughs> in person. <laughs> that was smart. That was a good call. But <laughs> knowing him, he'll probably come in the door like right when we're wrapping we're, it and up. We're like, and thanks, everyone. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, let's get this podcast going. Let's get our pot on. What's up, nerds? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for the Top 5 List. All right, thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. Today we are doing Top 5 80s TV shows. I'm doing... 80 sitcoms. I got some sitcoms on here. But let me just say, normally I put forth some effort, so I always put the year it came out. I try to... I know, it's super annoying. So why don't you go first? So this time... (laughs) No, I got to tell him that. I already started. (laughs) So this time I was like, Johnny, I didn't even put the years. He turned his phone, his list, all the fucking years. I'm like, (laughs) God damn it. Fuck. All right. So I guess I'll start it off. This one I'm anticipating. Number. What? Number five. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not just throwing everything. Hey, no years, and then I'm going to start at one and work my way down. You didn't say what, what number, but that's okay. My number five. Thank but you. I'm prefacing it, asshole, that I don't think <clears throat> anyone but my brother and I watch this show. My number five is Madam's Place. Did you ever watch With the fucking puppet, dude? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is this how your is this how your fucking top five is oh, going, dude? My brother and I would like because it would air in Utah at like eleven o'clock on like Saturday, and we'd have to wait until my parents went to sleep because it was like raunchy. She was a raunchy little puppet. <laughs> it was like all the sexual innuendos, and it was just a filthy little old lady puppet who had a talk show who would like sexually harass everyone who came on our show. That was my nickname in college. Filthy old lady puppet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I never went to college. (laughs) So, all right. Well, I'm glad you at least knew what I was talking about. It's so fucking disturbing, dude. I know. It's amazing. But you know what's weird when I looked it up for this? There were like, I thought maybe they did like one season, like maybe, you know, 22 episodes. Dude, there were like 187 episodes. What? I know. It was crazy. I got to fucking buy those. Yeah, but there was like probably like 13 shows on at the time. So <laughs> it's not like the golden age of television like it is now. 
Okay, coming in at my number five. Oh, you're five? You're not doing one? No. All right. Uh, it took place only uh, 82 to 83, so... And that is the show Square Pegs. Do you remember Square Pegs? That was a... Uh, what's the horse face chick from uh, Sex and the City? Uh, Sarah Jessica... No. Sarah Jessica Parker, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was her first TV show, and they had like a Valley Girl on it because like, you know what? I have a lot of people in my life that talked about the show Square Pegs. I'm familiar with the show, never seen it. It was good. It was good. It was a good. uh, It was, it was good. Took place in high school. It had Valley Girl in it. It was funny. I I I remember it fondly. Great choice. Not like Madam's Place or anything. (laughs) All right, my number four pick. Silver spoons. Here we are, <laughs> face to face. A couple of silver spoons. <laughs> One of a kind. Open the front. I'm only I encouraging mean, you at this point. Freaking, you know what? And the thing about that show in the early seasons, because the dad, who's like the man child, who had all the video games. Eddie's Toys, dude. That was the name of his company, and oh, why they that? had all the. Uh, so you were going way deep. But I just remember seeing the video game. That's where they got all the money from was Eddie's Toys. All right, dude. Who cares? I didn't go that deep. Had a train in the fucking no, house. No, the train, yes. But he had the video games. And it was like, I want that in my house. I want to grow up. That is like the ultimate flex to what? have like 10 video games. Was Alfonso on that? Yes. He was buddies to little Ricky Schroeder in okay. Silver Spence. Yeah. And then the I remember the one kid with glasses. Oh yeah, got, the nerdy one, yeah, his nerdy friend. Oh, his nerdy friend that at the end of one of the episodes they showed you he could do something cool and he showed everyone he was a really good tap dancer, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, silver spoons, man. Little the, Ricky Schroeder. And that yeah, and that was like right at the time when like the rumor, because Alfonso was on the, the Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson dancing. Yes. And like on the playground, I was like, You didn't hear? Yeah, the kid that danced with Michael Jackson in the commercial. He did a head spin and broke his neck. <laughs> you I'm, know what? I remember. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no fucking way because I just saw him on Silver Spoons last night. <laughs> what are you talking He's about? He's alive. <laughs> All right. What's number four? My, great pick, though. So I'm going <laughs> to get you back on that one. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I sung the theme song with you. Now, coming in my number four is uh, kind of cheated a little bit. This is the only one I, I cheated a little bit. 88 to 93. Cheat. The Wonder Years. Kevin Arnold? No, no. Fuck, dude. I know The Wonder Years. I'm just saying. No, that's totally goes against rules. Uh, 93. Totally disqualified. Well, we'll talk about the first two seasons of The Wonder Years. <laughs> <laughs> and let's be honest. Those were the best because yeah. the hot sister. The hot sister. Yeah. 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 And Kevin got a little, you got a little smooch smooch on the fucking opening episode i mean <sighs> no the wonder years was a great show i love that show yeah yeah and then they tried to make like paul the nerdy friend like cool at the end he was like dude yeah, that's not working that's you can't what take off the... his glasses and call him cool dude fuck that noise what uh what was his girlfriend's name winnie or something winnie winnie dude she's like a math professor now or something uh, literally a math magician <laughs> <laughs> that's like a math professor and a magician in one. Magician. She's a math elite. <laughs> All right. 
My number three. Fucking night court. <laughs> Dude, see, the thing about night court was great because it was just like sexual enough for like a young boy. Like there were episodes. Well, was, they had the sleazy, uh, the, there were lawyers. This took, obviously it took place at night. So Harry Anderson was a night court judge and they had the lawyer, but like, dude, they always had like chicks with like. That blonde was a fucking smoke show on the um, show. Uh, was it Margie Post? Was that her name? Margie Post? I have no idea. Dude. And then, you know, the one uh, David Larquette character, or the character David he Larquette played. David Larquette was like the total sleazeball, dude. And just was tapping, fucking smoking yeah. Smoking hotties. He was always like, if there was like a hooker in court, he was always like talking to her like in the background. <laughs> and you're like, oh, look at him. Yeah. And then they had, uh, do you remember the the bald-headed guy's uh, name? Bull. Bull. Yep. And then. And Harry, every episode would do a magic trick, right? Harry Anderson? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was like a famous. Magician, yeah. I love magician. Night Court. I love Night Court. Anyway. All right. That was my number uh, three. And my number three. Which ran from 82 to 89, Chris. Fuck you. Because I did my research. <laughs> Family Ties. You don't need to you know see what? this Hold song. on a sec. You know what? You know my favorite episode of Family Ties? When he was all hopped up on the Yes, on diet pills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he'd slide the chair from one side of the room. Yes, to the chair. and he was studying and he'd decide, all right, I'm going to throw him in the garbage. And he woke up the next morning and he, he slept through his alarm for his test and he started digging through the garbage for his pills. And. Our least favorite episode was anything that focused on the youngest daughter of oh, the show. Dude. Tina Yeathers. There was a Family Guy joke where, where it was like a Tina Yeathers episode where she, oh, she gets her period and, and Peter turns off the TV. He's like, and I will see the Keatons next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, Family Ties was great. Family Ties is awesome. I'm kind of afraid, though, that my son is going to be like Alex P. Keaton. Be a Republican because you're bleeding... Liberal. Yeah, I, I'm afraid he's just going to be like, hey, <laughs> let's get, yeah, oh, God, that'll be the worst. As he rolls over in his Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I wouldn't mind. Uh, all right, so my number two, Bosom Buddies. Tom, Bos- Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Who's the other guy? Who cares? But you know what? <laughs> and the other guy. And the I other dude. Was Bill. He will always be the other guy. And I remember watching that show and thinking, like, the other guy. Oh, he's gonna have such a big career. He's so good. He's so funny. And I remember Tom. It was like Tom Hanks just kind of bugged me. His character kind of bugged me. Yeah. Who knew? But the idea of just like dressing up like women to get a cheap apartment. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> and that was also the the hotties. Like, they'd all oh, be like... Oh, they a, lived with... Uh, like, there was all models in yes, the apartment and building. there was just like... I mean, I mean, I was probably 11, 10 or 11 watching that and just... <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine's a I, hell of a drug. Too. I want to do that. Yeah, bosom buddies. All right. That was my number two. My number two... From 83 to 87, Chris. <laughs> Son of a bitch. The A team. Bum bum bum. Bum 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 bum. I mean, ba ba Baracus. Dude, ba Baracus, <laughs> which stood for bad attitude, not bad, not bad, bare ass, bad attitude, Baracus. And they had the face. The face, uh, dude, Hannibal. The Colonel. Hannibal. Hannibal. Uh, the face. What was the crazy guy? 
is a fucking crazy guy. Beaverakis, the face, Hannibal, and uh, dude, look it up. Google yeah, it. this is really because everyone, no one will let us. Oh, really? You did a lot of research on this, huh, asshole? You got the year eighty-three to eighty-seven. You don't even know the character's name. Don't Murdoch. Do... Murdoch. Murdoch. Oh, dude, I didn't even have to look it up. It just came to me. It takes me a while. Yeah, I just I, well, because all I could think of was him wearing the hat and fucking. I just remember B.A. Baracus, they had to drug him because he wouldn't fly. He didn't I, like to fly. I, yeah, I kind of feel that way. I feel like I need... Why don't you be his true bro and drug me? And, and you should have done it on a bro- boys trip. And I'd just wake up and we're in Long Island. Oh, thanks, Johnny. That was great. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're going to talk about it. But, you know, every time that, that we hit an air pocket, Chris, I would reach out to grab I know, your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. My number one, which... Um, I'm going to say now, um, I mean, I don't want to blame anyone for my alcoholism, but this, I'm probably blaming this show. Cheers. Where everybody knows your fucking name, Chris. (laughs) Norm. Norman. (laughs) I, you know, I remember watching that show. I loved it. And I actually, back when my mom made me take piano, I learned to play the theme song on the piano. It was like the only song I could play. And... (laughs) So my, (laughs) um, I had an uncle at the time and we were watching he was just like, man, bars are not like that. Like people are sad. They're just sitting over their beer. And it was like, whatever. Shut up, dude. It's dude. I've never been to a bar like that. Have you ever been to a bar like that? No, I mean, I went, I I had my local spots when I was uh, younger I never, but but you got to remember too, like in the nineties, you were, were you out here in the nineties? Yeah. Mid mid nineties. You could go down the street and see sublime playing shit. Like we had a really good music scene. So I think we were more in the clubs than, than, uh, see. And to me, I've always kind of been a cranky old man, even when I was in my twenties and I would have loved to hang out at cheers because you could talk to people. And drink, and it wasn't loud. Yeah, that was okay. That never happened. Never. There was always a lot. But I used to go to places like I liked the jukebox. It could it could smell like beer farts. But if it had a rocking jukebox and a pool table, <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking there. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Cheers, number one. Well, my better number one, Chris. <laughs> All right, bring it. From 1976 to 84, kind of cheating the other way now. Yeah, you are cheating the other way. Three's Company. You know what? I am totally back in Three's Company because that was another one. So much sexually innuendo. Jack Tripper, Larry. Oh, yeah. Larry okay. Dallas. And he gets, he gets, dude. Larry Dallas. And then, like, but when Jack Hanging had to pretend like he was gay. To, to be again in a house yeah. with two hot chicks. And then Mr. Roper. Who was, like, who was, <laughs> who was a little gay himself. <laughs> Mr. Well, Furley. Mr. N- Furley, dude. Furley, but Mr. Roper. Rocking the sweet scarfs. I'm dude, rocking the scarf right now. I, I think. love it. And the, what's the name of the bar they always frequented? The Regal Beagle, that bitch. That is correct. Dude, and then like Chrissy, Chrissy Snow, always wore those tight top. God damn. Yep. Dude, I, hold on, what year was that? When did that come on in the air? 76 to 84. Shit, I was three years old when that came on the air. It was a classic. Dude, I love that. You know what? And I always loved... You know what? My... my w- John Ritter. My wife 
Her favorite actor before Mark Wahlberg was John Ritter. And I guess when she was little, their parents were at a restaurant and John Ritter was like the table next to them. And all they did was like stay in front of Nikki so she couldn't see him because they didn't want her, her to like run up to the table. <laughs> oh, shit. That's hilarious. Well, that's kind of what you had to do at the Laker game with Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah. And block well, her view. Yeah. But then she saw him. That was the binocular story. <laughs> It's nothing like hearing your wife yell, oh my God, fuck fucking Wahlberg, <laughs> and see binoculars passed up 15 rows. I mean, because that's her, that's her, uh, her. That's her, her pass. Her pass, her celebrity pass. And mine's Gail Gadot. That's a good choice. Wonder Woman? Fuck yeah. yeah. That's a good choice. He's you know what? The best thing I remember, there was an episode of, uh, Friends, and, uh, David Schwimmer's character, what's his fucking name? And the character's name? Ross. Ross, that was it. And went up to uh, an actress and was like, hey, you remember like my celebrity pass? <laughs> and she was like, oh, really? Yeah. And I wanted to, whatever was his career. Yeah, yeah. My, my pass was some, what, a dinosaur bone doctor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Have you seen the movie Game Night? No, it's an okay movie, but there's a there's a, a whole thing with a couple where she's like, "Well, I got to you know he was my past, and it was, I hooked up with Denzel Washington." And then as she's retelling the story, she's like, "Well, how big was the house?" And she's like, "It was a two bedroom condo." And he's like, "You thought that Denzel Washington <laughs> lived in a two bedroom?" So it turns out she like met some dude that she thought was Denzel Washington. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's some good shit. You might just want to check out the movie. It, it's coming up on cable, so I wouldn't rent it or anything. You know what? I think probably nine out of ten of the movies you recommend to God me, damn it. I don't watch. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just going to be honest. We should do a top five of movies that you've never watched that, I mean, Did, you still have Super Troopers. Okay, hey, we should do one. All right. Top five recommendations from Johnny that I've never watched, and then we could do top five books that I've recommended that you've never read. We. Here's here's the deal. Maybe you can watch the movie and then review it, and I will listen to that shit on tape and review it. It's the same words, dude. Oh, you know what? Yeah, okay, this is it. You're you're getting everyone is getting a look behind the production screen. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we go. You can pick one movie that I have to fucking watch, and we'll discuss it. And you have to read or listen to one book I recommend. That's fine. And we'll do a segment on that. Because I think it's going to be Super Troopers and you this weekend, Chris. Well, I can't guarantee I'll do it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to pace myself. You know, the thing is Lou and Johnny have been like, you need to watch Super Troopers. And I'm such a dick. If I'm scrolling and I'll see like HBO Super Troopers is going to start, I He'll take a picture. Take and a I'm picture like, of it. And I'll send it to him going, hey, look, at, I can watch Super Troopers right now. But I'm not going to. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then I'll respond back like, yeah, and you could have for six months ago when I lo loaned you the DVD. Dude. Did I give that back to you? No. <laughs> you still have it, Chris. Still have it. Oh, shit. You know what? The top five is ruined. <laughs> it's ruined. You ruined it. Ruined it. All right. Well, thanks for the top five. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Listen, all you New Yorkers.
recording. Chris, why don't, you, why don't you tell them why we have some guests and then we'll have them introduce themselves. All right. So <clears throat> we're going to talk about our bros trip out to New York. Um, so right now we have uh, Coach Jeff. Back again. <laughs> Back again. Our patron saint of best friend of me. And we have a new visitor, Kinji. And Kinji... Just popped his cherry. <laughs> Kenji, um, will you just, will you just say your last name? Because I'm going to butcher it. Oh, yeah. It's Kenji Taniguchi. Yeah. There's yeah. no fucking way I wouldn't be able yeah. to say that. Taniguchi to the left-hand side. Right? right? No. No? no. Oh, okay. Pass the Taniguchi to the left-hand side. So we all went on a bros trip. And the, the genesis of this was Professor Danny opened up his jiu-jitsu studio on Long Island called Breathe Jiu-Jitsu. So this was back in like October. Well, before he left our AOJ, we told him like, oh, we'll be there for the grand opening. Did we? Yeah. Uh, that's why they call it dope, dude. I got a bad memory. <laughs> I don't remember that. Really? Is that on the podcast that we did with him? I don't think it was. It might have been. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. So I reached out to Jamie, his uh, better half, and said, hey, when, when are you guys going to open? Because we want to come out. So we were kind of going around with the date. We are trying to pinpoint it. And finally, I kind of I put the bat signal out to everyone. Like, all right, we settled on a day in January. Was it January 26th? That was the day, right? And yeah. so people are like, okay, yeah, we can go. So finally, weeks kept going by. And Coach Jeff and I were just like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. We're buying our tickets. So there was like probably a month where Coach Jeff and I were confirmed with our tickets, and Johnny was like, hey, I maybe, maybe I'll go. Which, when Johnny says maybe, it's a hard no. It's usually a hard no. Well, I think <laughs> the big, <clears throat> the tide change was when Nikki told us that she had told Johnny he could go. See, and this <laughs> is, un, I think, unbeknownst to you. Nikki texted me and was like, I don't know why Johnny hasn't bought the ticket. I said he could go. And, and like, then, that motherfucker. And, and let me just tell you, at that time, that was not a go. <laughs> like, she might have been saying nice it. She might have been saying it, but it was really close to my birthday. And I was moping around the house. And then uh, she's like, if you really want to go. I mean, because, you know, Donovan, Donovan's got some medical things and stuff. And, like, uh, I really couldn't. But what really got her to go? Because she's like, well, Lou can't go because he just had a baby. Oh, and he was the third one. And Lou when, and then said, I, hey, I'm going. I got the ticket. And, we're, and so it was going to be the three of us, Coach Jeff, Lou, and me. And then, and, it, it was, and then there was this feed going on, the New York feed. And it was uh, it the, every the day. New it was York like, feed? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Well, yeah. So, Kenji, we tried to start a group feed with everyone who was tentative. But oh. Kenji's fucking Android phone could not come into the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't come into the group deck. We text. couldn't get him into the group deck. And we tried, and it was like our phones were like, I'm not letting that fucking green text message fucking yeah. come on our group feed. So basically once Lou, who just had a, a baby, was allowed to go, then she's like, fine. And she had her mom get me a plane ticket for my birthday. So, but the thing that pissed me off about it, Johnny's like, all right, I'm going. I got the ticket. Then it was like <laughs> fucking ding, 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 ding. Oh, Andrew, freaking ding, Kinji, boom, 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 Wendell, all these people. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, we had three people 
and then Johnny signed up, <laughs> and then within a week we had nine people. Yeah, yeah. it was freaking mm-hmm. bullshit. And we got two more at the end, so we had eleven out there. So most of us got on the same flight. So, but the thing is, so when it was just Coach Jeff, Lou, and I that were going to go out. Lou, and I think he spent like $200. He got like a life-size Little baby kid. toy kid that he was going to put in his son's gi, and it was going to be Little Johnny. And Little Johnny was going to come with us. I mean, this like, hi, like, I mean, it was like four feet tall. Oh, motherfuckers. And we were going to put it in the seat, <laughs> and it was going to be in the overhead compartment, and when we were out there, Professor Danny and Coach Jeff were going to promote Little Johnny to Brown Belt. <laughs> yes. And I went, oh, it was everything. So when Johnny said, I'm coming, it was like, oh, that's great. I'm like, oh. Then I found out about it and I was like, you know what? Little Johnny would have been more fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, and I agreed. I was like, okay. So anyway, go here. You can. Uh, well, yeah. So I thought that was the end of Little Johnny, but Lou got this little tiny. I don't know, it was like stuffed. It was like a really bad cutout picture of me and a gi put onto a pillow cut around the picture. You know, like when you cut somebody out of a picture, that's what it looked like. And they pulled it out at, well, before we even got there, it was already drinking. Little Johnny was already drinking at the airport Yeah, bar. drinking in the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Little Johnny was set up. Well, uh, I'd like to say too, Coach Jeff picked me up and my wife... Nikki's like, hey, I'll, I'll walk you out. I'm like, well, if you're gonna walk me out, you're gonna hold my hand like like a mom taking their child to the to the bus stop for the first day in school. Dude, I wish you would have pinned a note to the back of your oh, shirt. It was yeah. I just I saw need it. him returned in similar condition. <laughs> Coach Jeff just shook. Don't his head let like, him have any sugar after seven o'clock. <laughs> That's how I knew we were gonna have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny being escorted out to my truck. <laughs> yeah, and then I think my next brilliant move is I left my iPad in the uh, luggage, so my oh. luggage got flagged at at Long Beach Airport. Yeah, like oh, everybody else no. is like good to go and catch up with everyone, and I'm like, guys, um, apparently they pulled my luggage aside, and they're like, did you have an iPad in here when we told you not to put an iPad? And I was like, oh god. So they just send it through again, and we meet up with everyone at the bar. And then we get on the flight and then proceeded to convince one of the stewardesses, or pardon me, flight attendants, <sighs> flight attendants yeah. to do a photo shoot with what? little Johnny the doll. She was a good sport. And she kept going, oh my gosh, this, this doll is so cute. And meanwhile, I am just scrunching down <laughs> in my seat. I was mortified. <laughs> I was mortified. Uh, they put, they put uh, wings on little Johnny. Little Johnny, there's a my favorite photo was up to the um, pre-flight. Little Johnny was giving the safety instructions. <laughs> yeah, she she's also asked if she asked if just regular Johnny knew karate too, <laughs> <laughs> like Little Johnny. That I heard. Oh, that's that I great! Heard. Does he know karate too? Yeah. yeah. So there was like there was like a 15 minute photo shoot in the back of the plane, which we oh were like sitting gosh. in, and I yeah I was mortified at that point, and and. Uh, also, that's when my coach Jeff and I had some. What we have like Greek food at the airport. Yeah, so we had. Yeah, we had Greek food. We had euros, and then we ate a bunch of. Well, you had brought a secret stash of Twizzlers. Well, and then my, we ate all my, the stuff on the plane. My my son's a diabetic, so you know, dude, when when he's not around, I go hard on the 
on the sweet stuff. I would be sitting in my seat, and Johnny would just put, pass his hand behind <laughs> holding the Twizzlers up. A bunch of Twizzlers. <laughs> so, okay, so what was the thing? So we, we get there, and what did you drink or eat that made you run up into the bathroom and well didn't we before we, <laughs> well, even we had made to get it, the cars oh, right it was the pizza the pizza the Be- cold pizza yeah yeah okay but, hold, at this point kenji where are you at this point no <laughs> <laughs> can we first of all a little background on kenji we uh we like to tease him because he he, he yeah, married his wife and he proceeded to do the ultimate we got to go to a new country and get married <laughs> so ev- ev- every month his for wa- like 12 months. His wife's a, 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 flight, a flight attendant. A flight attendant. Yeah. So they, they, they got the in on being able to travel. So he posts all these incredible photos from like, you know. 12 different countries in 12 months. They got married. All in these each great. Country. And they're like, man, Kenji is a world traveler. He knows what's going on. <laughs> we thought that that guy would have hey, everything. Man, he Professional just, traveler. Yeah. He Boy, knows, were we mistaken. He's a oh. black belt at traveling. And like, we quickly found out that, that she apparently, does everything. Yeah, the him. wife I'm does like everything. I'm blue belt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that. That's about it. I don't even know about that. I might take some stripes away from you. So, so we we so we arrive at the airport. Mm-hmm. We get the rental cars. We had to get two rental cars because we had so many people. We had a minivan that I was driving, <laughs> mom van, and then that Chris and I immediately ran to the back end. Cause, yes, cause Dude, because two sober guys always have to drive. It's just like. They drive, yeah. so we're like, dude, we're going to the back coach after this driving. I've had stuff. I've I've gone to concerts with groups of people before, like when Metallica played the Rose Bowl. Yeah, the my group rented a van so they can make sure the sober guy drove them all the way to the Rose Bowl and all the way back while everyone slept. Johnny and home. I were in the back seat going, I can't believe we're not made to drive. <laughs> and then I can look at Chris like, God damn it, I'm on vacation. I'm always driving. So. <laughs> so we had two cars full of people. I think how many do we have in the van? Five or, and then another three or four in the SUV. In yeah. Andrew's car. Yeah. So we, uh, Danny's girlfriend Jamie, who helped us set up everything. And by yeah. the way, she was in a secret text conversation with all of us for months. Mm-hmm. For months. For months leading up to this thing, she dialed in everything. She dialed in our Airbnb. Um, there were snacks waiting for us at the Airbnb. She had sh- shirts for all T-shirts of us. T-shirts of the gym. Yeah. She had given Jiu-Jitsu. us like a list of restaurants, and and she recommended this one pizza place that was supposedly Danny's favorite pizza place. Amazing. So, right. So we drive for like an hour. <clears throat> we get to the pizza place. Stoked. It's still open. So we come in. We sit down. We order a couple regular pizzas, and then I, the girl I, recommends the cold cheese pizza. Now, just so you guys know, cold cheese pizza was – invented in new york it's uh it was for i i did some research on cold pizza because i was like what the fuck is cold pizza it was uh in it's in the heyday of pizza people were burning their uh the roofs of their mouth so what they would do is they would sprinkle on cold cheese so when you took a bite it would kind of melt a little bit but it wouldn't burn the roof of your mouth so it's a piping hot pizza with cold cheese on top and it was actually delicious and, and super cool but that's like three times the amount of cheese on, on 
than a normal slice of pizza. I'm, and I'm not joking. That It was like three times the amount of cheese. Well, while we were eating pizza, Chris ordered a platter of meatballs. Yeah, so this is the point <laughs> of the trip where my my dietary, um, like not eating carbs really came into play. Like, what? what? You're not going to have pizza? No, dude, I'm going to eat meatballs. <laughs> well, uh... Yeah. Dude, but you're on vacation. I'm we, like, dude, I just, I don't eat carbs. And, and dude, I got to tell you. I don't you, drink, I don't do drugs, I don't eat carbs. Nothing. Yeah. I and, know. I'm a fucking loser. And the people were ruthless to Chris. They were like, why don't you just have, him, have her Adam Sandler you and just put the meatballs in your hands? That was, that was my <laughs> idea. You know what? And actually, the thing is, if it wasn't for Kinchy, I would have been taking the ration of shit on this trip because oh, of what I ate. Okay, Thank wait. God for Kinchy. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of this, dude. Okay, I also had two full-size Cokes on the plane. <laughs> so anyway, we're leading yeah, up John to Iver, Johnny probably drank <laughs> 15 Coca-Colas in 40 hours okay. on the trip. I was, I was hopped up <laughs> on the good stuff. So And no, no, you, what you guys understand too. I can't like, get any Coca-Cola at home, guys. Any- <laughs> Donovan is... <laughs> Has diabetes. I don't get any of this. I'm drinking all of it I can get. This is pure cane sugar, guys. It's the sweet stuff. Anyways, dude, before the chip, the trip, anytime people talked about sleeping arrangements, I let everyone know. Hey, I because I saw on there there was a there was one room that had one bed. Well, you know what? In the beginning, so oh. when Jamie got this, when it was just a few people, oh. it's like, oh, there's gonna be plenty of room. Like it had some bunk beds and like. But then it was like more people kept coming and it was like, I went to Jamie. I mean, after she booked, I'm like, hey, maybe we should get a bigger place. It's like, too late. We yeah. already did it. Can't get a refund. I'm like, all right, fuck so, it. So like, I, anytime people start, talk about sleeping arrangements, I'd be like, hey, just so you know, like, I don't know this, but my wife says I'm a really bad snorer. And she, you know, she does. I, on the average, I get woken up probably three times a night. Like oh, where she like, dude, really? and, it, and it's scary. If you're asleep and snoring, when somebody wakes you up. It's, I don't care how gentle it is. It's, huh, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> so, so this leading up to it, I felt like it was happening more often. So like, I, I was in the back of my mind, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I don't want to be embarrassed snoring. So all of that food and all of that soda just came. My stomach started going <laughs> on the van ride. And I could just, I'm just like, fuck. I was sweating. I'm like, oh my God. And when we saw the house. I grabbed my luggage like everyone there, else. And I thought, so for my, I was right behind Johnny. I was like, wow, he's determined to get a bed. I mean, it was like, boom, uh, uh, put his shit, ran upstairs. Dude, we I, hadn't even gone upstairs. I ran up the stairs because I knew that there was a bathroom upstairs. And I, I did, Kenji was already there. That he it, it smelled window. like the house smelled like they they didn't open the flute all the way so like no I think that was the that was later Th- that was that the was the next, the next night okay yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll I, get to that I, confusing I ran by but I remember running by you Kenji and you're like oh hi Johnny because I just I was like <laughs> up the stairs and took the biggest dumb and dumber shit ever dude where my legs were up like oh. so but while everyone was noticing that fucking Coach Jeff. Claimed the the presidential suite, like the only room, and it was like, dude, who's is that shit? That was Coach Jeff. What? Like, dude, 
this is a democracy. We haven't even <laughs> voted on it. <laughs> we haven't even voted on this shit, and he's just laid claim. Yeah. I think he was licking the pillow. As all the madness was going on, Cush Jeff just walked right in. Casually, like, I will be here. Like, who's going to tap me here? Nobody. So then, Well, so in then, the cabin, if you... So when you walk into the cabin, if you look to the left, there's like a, a small dining table and kind of like a living room with a couch, and then there's like a big front window to look out towards, because we were on the water. It was amazing. Yeah. And then there's a, there's a, like a kitchen and then a small hallway. And on the left is the bathroom. And then next to that, there's a, there's the first bedroom and it had two sets of bunk beds in it. And everyone had gone into the bunk bedroom to put their stuff in there. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then I look to the right and there's a bedroom I with just, just one bed. I was just trying to be fucking polite. I had my eye on that room. I'm yeah. like. So then I kind of felt bad for a second. I was like, ah, oh, maybe I should just take, you know, one of the beds. In the, and I was like, you know what? For a second. Yeah. I'm just going to put my stuff right here and see what happens. <laughs> and, those, and as it turned out, he should have had that because he drove the whole time. And and I just wanted to save my butt, literally. And uh, and then and then Ken, Kingsley walked up to me. He's like, hey, I'm a really bad snorer. I'm like, me too. So we, I'm like, looks like we're sleeping in the same room. And then there was Mark. Well, yeah, the funny thing was the three of you were upstairs. It was you, Kingsley, and Mark. And you were talking about how big of a snorer you are. I was apologizing Kingsley was to everyone. about it. And it turns out it was Mark who was the loudest snorer. And, so and the everybody. next morning we were downstairs and it was open up yeah. there. And it was like, hey, hey, who's snoring up there? God, is that fucking... Is that Johnny? Is, is that Johnny? <laughs> and someone was like, no, it was Mark. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess it I all think worked. we should rewind a little bit. <laughs> and oh, no, if we go I, back to the day of the flight, right? So remember, this was also, the government shutdown was still going. Mm. And literally, we had arrived to Long Beach Airport. And I think, Chris, you told me that, like, you got a notification. The, oh, the government is open now. Like, it literally opened just as we got to the airport. They had, they had agreed to opening it. Because yeah. when we left that morning, we didn't know if we were Wendell to to was on. flying into LaGuardia. And LaGuardia. And LaGuardia, they were like, we're closing down. We're diverting flights. Right. And yeah. So I didn't even know if he was going to get there. But yeah, then it was like, oh, they're opening. So We should have Kenji tell us about their adventure of finding the Airbnb. <sighs> okay. They, but also, also, Jamie was nice enough to give us updates. Like, oh, by the way, this town. Oh, what's your... Um, Okay, this is the feed that Kinji that we tried to add him. We couldn't because he had an Android Let's phone. remember this. But hey, she okay. warned us that there was uh, some... Yeah, don't turn... On red, guys. Yeah, you there can't... are red light cameras everywhere, everywhere in Long Island. Everywhere. Kenji learned this first. <laughs> so so it was like, back. do not turn. You can't turn right on a red light. On a red light. Yeah. And you'll get cut, <laughs> and the camera will go off. So, Listen to and, and actually, Kinji would have known this if he had a fucking iPhone. If I was in the group chat. Yeah. and Or actu- if anybody would have just mentioned what was going on, <laughs> maybe. You guys were well aware that I was coming to, in the we, damn trip. We assumed everyone was on the group chat that was entitled New York Feed. Yeah, I just forgot Kenji wasn't on there. What's, what's funny is I was having a one-on-one with Jamie through Instagram. Everything that you guys were talking about was going through there. Except for a couple of things like that. But she was like, yeah, no, we tried to add you to a group chat. but Or they tried to add you, but I don't know what happened. Anyways, and then she would just go on with the rest of it. Yeah, what happened mm-hmm. What happened to you before your flight that day? What happened to me before my flight? Was there something involved with your car or something? Okay, listen. <laughs> All right, so this is what happened. Uh, so <laughs> I, I fly standby. 
because my wife's a flight attendant. So you're right. you fly deadhead, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, I learned that from the movie Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, are you shitting me right now, dude? <laughs> Take it easy with all the knowledge you're dropping on us, Johnny. I don't know if we can handle it. You get you get a fake uh, wing on your pillow, and all of a sudden. <laughs> Everything I learned, I learned from movies. <laughs> so we, I went through there, and I have to always leave first thing in the morning, first flight out. Because if I don't make that flight, then I can take the next one and the next one. I have more chances that way, more options. So I went on the first one, and I went through. It was fine. And I got there at like 3 p.m. Everyone was getting there at what, 9, 10? Yeah, we got at like Something 9, like I think. Late. So I got there at 3, and I was like, I got some time to kill. And then I, had a rent, I had a car. And it was free because I had used points on the car. And I was like, that's great. It's free. The flight was free. The rental car is free. What could go wrong? <laughs> I'm doing well so far. Right. Killing it. Killing it. So I had time. <laughs> I went to, um, to the Statue of Liberty. I went to the park leading to the, to the Statue. Strawberry Fields? or uh, It was like Liberty Park or something like that. And I went and hung out, saw everything. I went into the city. I went into Manhattan. You drove? In I Manhattan? drove in there. Okay, you know you're not supposed to drive in I Manhattan. drove in there. <laughs> I learned that from Escape from New York. I, I, it was a uh, mannequin, Snake too. Snake <laughs> So I went in there, and I did all this, and I was like, I, I did fine. If I can survive in there, I'm fine. After this, like, all my jitters had gone away. I was like, oh, I'm good. I, I got this down. And we all landed in three different airports. We had JFK. We had uh, – I came in through Newark. And then we had one guy in LaGuardia. Which was Wendell. Wendell, yeah. Wendell. So I texted him. I was like, hey, I'll pick you up. Everybody's meeting over there. I can come by. I'm on the way over to JFK. Pick you up, and then we'll head over to Airbnb. Perfect. And so I headed over back to him, and I got there a little early. So I was like, you know what? I want a little snack. I want something. <laughs> Let me go to Walgreens real quick. And Walgreens was like three blocks away from LaGuardia. And so I'm headed over there, and I turn on the light to go over and then this car just cuts me off, and I end up hitting that car. <laughs> I've had this car for, like, less than a couple hours, and now I got in a car accident. Was your arm hanging out the window as you <laughs> crazy? I'm local, locals only <laughs> at Walgreens. Did you have a little cabbie hat on, dude? <laughs> so that was the start of the – and then oh, this happened 10, 15 minutes before Wendell landed. <laughs> And so I'm like, okay, uh, I'm sorry. Like, let's figure this out. Let's get it done. The lady, super nice, but she was like, I need a police statement. I need, I need the police to come and do a police report on this. And I was like, that's fine. Let's do it. I, I don't mind. But um, the police decides to take not one, but two hours to show up to just do one little paperwork. So all the time that you were going to have to just go and just go and cruise. Just, we, yeah, we're going to go get some food, hang out, whatever. Not going to happen. And I, I, texted Wendell and I said, Wendell, hey, um, <laughs> and I thought about it for a second on how I was going to do this, but then I was just like, you know what? I'm really sorry, but, um, good news is I'm 10 minutes away from the airport. The bad news is I just got in a little car accident. Um, everyone's fine. Car's fine. I just need to fill out a police report and then I'll head over and pick you up. It's like, cool. Sounds good. And then an hour goes by and I was like, I'm really sorry, man. I'm, all, I'm sure they're coming anytime soon. <laughs> And we'll get this going. He's like, that's fine. Take your time. Don't worry about it. Then two hours later, 
And is, I'm still waiting. I'm and like, Wendell's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> Wendell, listen, you don't got to be nice anymore. Like, if you want, I can send a lift to pick you up to take you to JFK, and you can take a car with everyone else. Dude, and Wendell's the nicest guy on the planet. Such he really is guy. the nicest guy. Dude, yeah. he is so nice. I would be, Johnny or I would be like, dude, what the fuck, Genji? Yeah. Dude, I'm out of here. Chris, <laughs> I'm Ubering. Chris, I was just thinking when you said that Wendell's the nicest guy. No one ever says that about you and me. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not and, a and he was. And, and and he said to me, he, he said, no, I'm not leaving you behind. It's all good. I'll wait for you. I was like, son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> Kill that really kindness. set the tone for your trip. That, that started everything to go. So Wendell reported back to us that... Um, during all these little driving um, excursions <laughs> with you, that apparently your little mantra is like, I've driven in Japan. I've <laughs> driven in Israel. <laughs> I should know what I'm doing. Here's a fucking problem. I've done this before a million times in different countries. And I've never, not only that, here at home, for the many years that I've driven, I've never gotten in a car accident. All trip long, something happened to Kenji to where. And Wendell was always with him, so yeah. we, we gave them the power couple name, Kindle. <laughs> and I remember and w- Wendell pulling me aside like, I don't appreciate you lumping me in with <laughs> Kenji's, <laughs> Kenji's mistakes. There, and, you know, at what point after, like, you, I, I don't know, you drove into Manhattan to the Shakes Shack or something? We said after no. our jiu-jitsu. <laughs> no. Wait, Wendell on. was like, I should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so hold on. We're, we we're should get, go back to Friday night. We're getting, we're yeah, getting we ahead of it. So the whole sleeping arrangements. So I got in. The bunk beds were completely rickety, and I was like, I'm gonna fall down on Andrew. So I'm like, I'm gonna take the mattress down. <clears throat> I'm gonna put it on the floor. Talking to everyone in the room, it was Wendell, Josh, and Andrew, and I'm like, Hey guys, um, <laughs> hope we don't have a problem with this. <laughs> um, I have a noisemaker. <laughs> A white noise machine. Oh, a Chris white noise bad. machine. Chris and has to sleep with his white noise yeah. machine. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Dude, I fucking take that thing everywhere. That thing's been to freaking so, Costa Rica. So, that thing's so been to Bali. Chris like, just informs the whole room. Like, I'm like, I hope you guys don't have a problem with that. Because this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this. And so I learned later the next day that Josh was like, yeah, dude, I wasn't really down with that. But then... I kind of got used to it. It was very soothing. <laughs> I woke up at like three in the morning and was like, oh, I'm going back to sleep. And I was like, that's right. So yeah, I started out. So now, yeah, don't eat carbs. Have my fucking noisemaker. Um, yeah, we're on a roll. I yeah, I'd already almost shit my pants. And um, yeah. I, I, had I, had a, I had a super comfortable sleep in my room. Oh yeah. Presidential yeah, suite. Again. Fucking shutting the door, big you bed. Know you know what? I rather not had to have driven that trip than had my own room. So. Oh, and then the other thing. <laughs> so I'm like getting freaked out when I we were getting there that we too. weren't going to have any. Um, that we were going to have a place to sleep, and so I'm like, oh god. Jamie said she was going to bring some blankets, and I'm like, oh fuck, dude, I'd be so bummed. It'd be so cold, like. So I'm going on Amazon and I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy like a little portable, like teeny <laughs> sleeping bag. Well, when I'm at it, I better get a little blow up mattress. And my wife is like, why the fuck are you buying camping gear? And I'm like, I don't know what's going to go down out in New York. Like, I need to be prepared. <laughs> so that saved you because you got stuck on the ground. Yeah, I did. Oh, that, that was from you. That's right. Yeah, you got stuck. So I gave you the 
blanket from my bed and I got into this dude the fucking sleeping bag was so teeny it was like i couldn't even move my arms i I thought you got that for little johnny (laughs) (laughs) dude it was pretty teeny uh so yeah uh, and then uh mark had to check a bag because he brought out a sleeping bag yeah oh yeah yeah he brought his own sleeping bag because he knows that like he was the last one to sign up and he's a professional guys trip goer honor he is yeah so like he's like Every time, like, I guess he goes to the cabins every year, and, like, he's the shortest one in the group, and you know how tall he is? What? Yeah. He's like, so I never get a bed. I always have a sleeping bag, so. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, all right. So, the first night, we didn't get a lot of sleep. I didn't get a lot of sleep. Now, dude, in the plane ride out there, too, like, we must have annoyed everyone in the back of the plane, because we couldn't stop laughing and joking. Like, my stomach still hurts from that trip. I laughed a lot that trip, dude. Um, So, Saturday, we got up. We just kind of hung out until the seminar. Yeah, we didn't. For the opening of of Breed Jiu-Jitsu. Professor Danny's. So, we were recording it. We didn't even eat. Like, no, uh, we all had some coffee. That was yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, so we walk in there, and I, I, all right, let's be honest. Do you think he knew? I don't know. I don't think so. He kept saying, "Wow!" Like I mean, because oh, wow. he saw us as we all rolled in. Yeah. I do think so. Jeremy, who was the Dawn Patrol person, he moved he to has, Wisconsin, oh, so he started he, training. He has his own gym too, Veneration. Veneration? Yeah. Am I saying it right? Veneration? And he was out there the day before, and I didn't know that. He was like, yeah, I had lunch with him. But, and I was like, hold on, what? Like, what? Yeah, but Lou had, Lou had been very explicit with him. Do like, not say told him a yeah. hundred times, do not say anything. Do not say anything. So, All right. I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, he was surprised. I'm just going to keep that story yeah. in my head. <laughs> I hope so. But yeah, the seminar was really cool. Um, I was really lucky. They let me teach a few techniques. And uh, I taught everybody the bread cutter. Oh, which? Which? <laughs> which everyone's I, neck. Has a little everyone's neck was raw Everyone after. Raw. And, like, yeah. and Kinji had the worst. I mean, it was like, it looked like. It was a scab on your neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, however, real quick, I didn't know that move. And I guess you guys had kind of learned it a little bit um, ahead of time been before. It had done to us a couple times. It had been done times. to you guys. Yeah. yeah. So I got to tap Chris with it that day, <laughs> which was awesome. And I got yeah. to do it actually today in Dawn Patrol a couple times. And I was doing it. I think I was. I didn't get to finish it, but I was trying to do it on a machine. See, and then and I kept looking at you, waiting for you to turn around because you were rolling with somebody. <laughs> I was like, "Damn it, Jeff!" So the thing we can—that setup for him, like, dude, you always go north south. Perfect. Oh, I know. It's like, <laughs> dude, such a dick. It's like, yes, such Jeff, a yes, dick. No, it was a good seminar. And the thing that impressed me most—I mean, besides me toe holding a, a brown belt. Um, Chris had the best day ever. He should have bought a lotto ticket on yeah. Saturday. Oh, dude. No, oh. okay. So it was the best. At at the, after the like we rolled, they had a raffle, and it, it, so you could buy tickets for a raffle. And, and all this. let me just say, Jamie's setup for that raffle was like the weirdest. Like, yeah, one dollar gets you three tickets or <laughs> something. And it was like, yeah. oh, what? Like, <laughs> dude, just do a buck a ticket. Like, I I don't know, whatever. But uh, so we all have these like. You know, like 60 freaking for like <laughs> for, for raffle tickets for like 10 bucks. You got like 30 tickets. So, and I was like, Chris is whispering to me the whole time. He's like, like, cause I'm just like, Hey, we're here. I'm having a good time. And I'm just like happy for people to win. Chris whispers to me. If I don't win something, 
my my day's ruined. It's ruined. I gotta win some. I have the worst luck ever. It's I have ruined. horrible luck. And <laughs> It'll then be... Chris won everything. A yeah. fucking rash guard, a gi that I was gonna buy. Into this, I still think I need to give him money because I was gonna buy one. Anyway. And then he got he not he won. So he won a rash guard. He won a breathe jujitsu gi. DVDs. And he won the best instructional I've ever seen. <laughs> the Paul Schreiner game changer uh, from Dijitsu. And Dijitsu hooked it up. They gave like, yeah. they gave like a bunch 30 of geese, rash guards, and a bunch of instructionals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. It was great. And that's a great gi. The pre-Jiu-Jitsu gi. I love that gi. Yeah. Um, and I and I did a toe hold on a um, brown belt. So it was a pretty, <laughs> yeah. it, it was a pretty, pretty productive. Case, case you, know you guys the didn't best hear part, that the first The time? best part is all, it was a uh, Mark... Josh, Wendell, and Andrew. So at the end of the night, that night on Saturday, we're back home. <clears throat> and we're getting ready to go to bed. And Coach Jeff is in his presidential suite. The door was open. And this is from them. This is them telling <laughs> the story. And they're like, yeah, and what do we hear? Coach Jeff go. The guy who doesn't really give tons of compliments go, Chris, I'm proud of you with the toehold today. <laughs> and they're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> Thanks, Coach Jeff. Chris is like, can I pop? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, man, Coach Jeff never said anything good to me. I'm like, oh. you told hold the brown belt? No, fuck you. Yeah, so, so well, Danny ended up, we all went to, we're starving. And uh, they so we said, went to Shake Shack. Go to Shake hold Shack. Hold on, hold on, before oh. you get to that, real quick. I want to interject one thing that really <laughs> impressed me, besides everything that happened to me. Besides so, me winning everything, there was yeah, something else cool that happened. Besides so the told, Professor Danny rolled with every fucking person there. The 11 of us that went out there, the free, I mean, I'm guessing like 16, maybe 16 rolls he did, five-minute rolls. And he cut through us like butter. Dude, <laughs> he didn't break a fucking sweat. It uh, would, he was sweating. I, maybe but I was, he's a killer. Dude, yeah, yeah. Professor Danny's amazing. Dude. He's really good. It was incredible. It was impressive. Yeah. Shout out to Professor. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to. But then, on the other side of that, and I love Professor Ian. I'm devastated he's gone. But when he just did rotation training <laughs> on his last day, he looked fucking worked. <laughs> you could tell he did not train much. He, he looked like <laughs> dude, he looked like he rolled with the whole class. Dude, he was like drenched you couldn't catch his breath and uh yeah so those are just the two i'm like hey it's a yin and yang of uh (laughs) (laughs) so we went to shake shack and everything in long island in case you didn't know is about 20 minutes 20 to 30 minutes to get anywhere to go to the close by target is 30 minutes to go to the closest restaurants 30 minutes so we get the address for shake shack we go to shake shack and kenji what happened Okay. Well, so, first of but all, first, we, we he's noticed, driven in Japan and Israel. <laughs> we noticed the power couple, Kindle, was not at our table. Well, here's the problem. <laughs> here's what happened. Everybody was saying that they wanted to go. Uh, Mark was set on going to Red Robin. That was like, and I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's what? Yeah, he was saying that. And, and I was like, oh, that's 10 minutes away. That's easy. And then last minute, I found out we were going to Shake Shack. And. I was like, okay, Shake Shack. We can do Shake Shack. That's fine. And Wendell's like, um, let me look it up on my phone. And he's like, look at it. He's like, I can't really see. I can't. I was like, that's. I'll look it up on mine real quick. And I Google oh, On my Android. On my, <laughs> and I, I Googled Shake Shack. And the, usually the top one is the one that's closest to you. Yeah, on the iPhone. That, on the iPhone. Oh, that on is the correct. iPhone. That okay. is correct. 
We don't know what's on your poor phone, but. <laughs> so I, it was a tough one, and I pressed it, and it's like, it's like 20 minutes away, 25. I was like, all right, I, I guess this is the one that they're talking about. And we went there, and we got there, and we sat in the parking lot, like, talking for, like, five minutes or so. And then I was like, where's everybody? Like, we left around the same time. And I texted Josh. I was like, where the fuck are you? And Josh texted me. We're back. in the back. Yeah, he's like, we're in the back at Shake Shack. And I was like, oh. And I looked at the, I looked at the Shake Shack. And I was like, there's no back to this Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> All the seats are in the front. So that's when we find out. And I'm guessing Wendell. I think Wendell texted somebody at that oh, point. At that point, yeah. he was like, we went to the wrong one. Don't just wait go for ahead it. And just eat. go and eat. Yeah. But let me just say, whatever burger I order. Dude, it was fantastic. Man, I, I have had Shake Shack before, but a long time ago, and I don't remember it being that good. It was, but I'm a fan. I'm yeah. a fan now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. We were starving too. Oh, I mean, we were starving. Yeah. And but that was a damn good burger. It was a good burger. I had about two thousand calories that meal. <laughs> oh no, no, Coach <laughs> Jeff standing in the menu going, guys. I'm going. I'm going in for at least about 3,500 calories right now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to have a shake and fries and a shack, double shack burger. I, I felt like I was trying to match Coach Jeff the whole trip. <laughs> Anytime he said he was hungry, I would just look at him and oh, go, no, Johnny I can say eat. With, I can eat. I can eat. Anytime he mentioned food, I can eat. I could eat. I could eat. So then we went to Target. And we got real wild because we're a bunch of real wild guys. Oh, we yes. Bought, we bought Uno. <laughs> we bought and the... energy drinks. <laughs> and uh, a couple of people got a coffee. The, you know what? The but 1976 Uno. That's right. The OG Uno. There we don't want no the new bullshit Uno. bullshit Oh, no. We, no, we'll get to the Uno game because we got to continue on the oh, Chris Power Tour. Oh, yes. Um, power Bottom But tour. the thing... <laughs> <laughs> the thing... So a couple of people bought some beer. They were like, I mean, yeah, eleven of us, twelve of us. Chris, they weren't. I, dude, I, I can't it, even say. It was, it was like twelve, not, like a case of beer. They're and I'm not like, drinkers, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like this would be good for me, you know. And then you know, we had the pills and yeah, the blow. A, but. a couple people had had beers on the trip, but dude, they Chris, were not drinking. That would have oh, pussies, God, dude. dude. <laughs> we were you were not impressed no <laughs> we were judging all of you like I, fucking pussies like not finishing dude like andrew didn't hey, finish a beer and it was like dude the, what the see, fuck and it's did you hear what he just said andrew didn't finish a beer when my wife when i'll see her like looking around the house she's like i'm like what are you doing she's like i don't know where i put my glass of wine and i'm like it's in the kitchen by the toaster don't you <laughs> See, I keep tabs on everything. I might not have it anymore, but I can tell you where everything is in the house. I'm always watching. <laughs> so what did that one lady, because you're the one who called out to that one lady who saw us. She's like, are you guys on a bachelor party? I was like, yeah, you want to join us? <laughs> Dude, she, all I saw, that was when I saw her and she just hightailed it out of there. It was no, and then no. Johnny's like, no, we're here for jujitsu. And she's like, oh. No, no, she, no. She goes. She goes. She goes. Are you guys? Are you guys really on a bachelor party? I'm like, no. I'm. We're actually here to train jujitsu. And she goes. You should have stuck with the bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> so, Uno is really probably the only card game I truly know how to play. You know, I mean, it doesn't bode well for him because a two year old can do it. That is. That has caused many a fight in my family. But we. Um, we. Decided to do it for money. <laughs> so we were going to play Uno for money. Dollars. <laughs> Dollars. Dollars. This is the best. By the way, I'm the one that purchased the Uno. 
possibly the best $5 I've ever spent. <laughs> Dude, I got to say, it was fucking amazing. It was so fun. Like, it, we went in deep to the rules. Like, all these people had this rule of, like, no, if you don't have a card you throw down, you got to just keep drawing cards. And we're like, dude, what the fuck? What are you talking about? You don't do that. You draw one. If you don't have anything, you move on. There well, also, I had never heard of the challenge. I didn't know that the challenge existed. Right. Yeah. Right? That was the first time no, I ever No, I never heard because Mark went deep yeah. into the rule book. Mark it, was serious. No, he and he looked it up thinking it didn't exist. And he's like, oh my, he was like, oh my God, I thought my wife was giving me some Jersey shit. And it turns <laughs> out it really does. Yeah. So here's how it works. If you're playing Uno and you throw a wild down, right? The other players at the table have the right to challenge that. And they would challenge it. Let's say we were throwing down yellows, right? And you throw a wild. They can challenge you. And you, if you have a yellow in your hand, then how many cards do you have to take? Four. Four cards, right? But if they challenge you and you didn't have any of the color that was previously being played, then the challenger has to draw. They have to draw four and take four additional cards. Dude, I don't see any upside to that challenge. No. Because anyone no. who challenged, there were two challenges, and they just backfired on them. Yeah. It backfired. But I just want to say that um, I was the big winner of Uno. Um, I should have bought that lottery ticket. How many did I win, Johnny? You won twice, and then I got pissed, and I left the game after that. <laughs> and then they kept playing. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. I'm taking my cards, and I'm going upstairs snoring. <laughs> I'm going to go put my breeze strip on. Dude, I have to admit. And so anyway, so at one point we had the Uno cards out and we had the pile of money, which was probably like $5. That's what we were calling Chris Champ Champ. That's right, Champ Champ. I took a picture of it and sent it to my wife and she just replied with pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, At least she got pictures of you with money. My wife got pictures of oh. little Johnny on the flight giving out the instructions. There was like a stewardess holding little Johnny to a f the phone. So <laughs> hold on real quick. We, for, we skipped over one very important part. So after the Shake Shack, Kinji and Wendell got back to the well, cabin hold before Kindle. us. Hold on. Hold on. Kindle. Let, let's backtrack real quick. Yeah, backtrack more? Yeah, we got to backtrack back to... Um, uh, Friday, because right after I got in a car accident, we were driving back, and we're like, you know what? Let's stop somewhere to get food. And so we pull over, and I was like, oh, let's go to Denny's. And we're in the freeway, and so we get out the freeway, and I was like, oh, just turn right. It's like 1 a.m. at this point. <laughs> it's pitch dark, and I get out of the freeway, go off the ramp, and I go to turn right, and I turn to like look oh. to the left, and then all of a sudden... All these flashes above me. Just <laughs> psh, 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 psh. And I'm looking around like, did you see that? It's like, what just happened? And Wendell's sitting there and like, oh. He's like, <laughs> Don't you remember it was on the group text, yep. Kenji? Yep. I shit you not. He was like, I think this is what, that, what they were talking about in the group text. Jamie warned us about this. And it's like, Jamie warned you guys and, about this. And Kenji goes, there's a group text that I'm not on? He's yeah, like, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, she told us there's some laws about driving in. And he's like, what? I didn't know this. Yeah, so you so, got... Hey, have you found how much that's going to cost you? No idea yet. I'm waiting for that ticket to show up. Oh, that's going to show up. Yeah, that's going to show up. So we get back from the Shake Shack. Oh, hold up. Hold okay. Yeah. There, no, well, no. I, like, Kenji's really airing all his dirty I little shit I might as well just right get now. it out of the way because this was a shit show that happened right here. <laughs> we got there early. I was like, you know what? We're here early. Let's take advantage of this. Turn on the fire. Let's get it warmed up in here because it's cold as hell outside. 
and let's take a shower before everyone else. Because that we just came weird. from jujitsu <laughs> <laughs> together to save water. <laughs> and so um, I took a shower and then um, we didn't know that there was a uh, washing machine, a dryer machine in there. And I was like, oh, I can wash my gi before I go home. I don't have to go home with a stinky gi. So I, I took a shower, washed it, and we're doing the, lawn, uh, the fireplace. So then you guys roll in. I think Mark was the first one that came in. And you're inside. When you're inside, you don't see like the 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 process, like the small progress of like the smoke filling up the house. Like the carbon, carbon monoxide. monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> Mark walks in and he's like, what the hell are you guys doing? I'm like, are you guys trying to smoke out the house? I, I he, still have a mark <laughs> on my hand where I, my dad hand grabbed the flute and pulled it open. Dude, it was totally smoked out. They it's had, like Cheech and Chong in there. They had the, the, the fucking kids, Chris, only had the flute halfway open. Dude. So Kenji fucking, at this point, <laughs> so we're giving Kenji shit. He's smoking out the whole place. And Kenji's freaking out and mark at one point you were gone he's like i think we broke ken <laughs> <laughs> well on, on top of all this he goes upstairs and opens all the windows to air everything out so it's getting cold in the place it was and, like 20 degrees right outside and then everybody's doing stuff and I, i'm talking to people and then all of a sudden chris comes out and he's like there's no fucking hot water oh dude yeah, because he it was like, washed his no, gi. No, because I washed my gi. <laughs> fucking my hand was... So, I was like, dude, are they fucking with me? Like, there was... I have never felt such cold water coming out of a shower. Yeah. Well, I, well <clears throat> Wendell has very a specific ways to wash his gi. And he only washes his gi with hot water. I don't know if you've discussed this with Wendell. But Wait. he was told by someone that you need to wash your gi with hot water. So I'm assuming they both showered... And then wash the geese in hot water. And so the water heater had to fill back up, right? So you're yeah. out of luck, Chris. Well, so but when I took my shower, it was you were good, right? toasty. No, because yeah. you did it. Yeah, you did was, it. I waited. Oh, yeah, that's right. I took mine first. So Mark and I Mark and I waited. Yeah, so, you know, you, in your presidential suite, had the warm shower. Mark and I got in. We gave time to the water heater. And when I went in, turned it on, it was like, okay, it's warm. So I'm going. And it turned like that. <laughs> I mean, like <gasps> losing your breath. Uh, but, you know, despite all that, I had a fantastic trip. It was a really good trip for me. It was cool. Because you know what? I mean, fuck Kenji. I mean, whatever, dude. <laughs> we don't really, for for training jujitsu with these guys for all these years, you, we really only get a couple minutes be in the morning before class starts and, you know, a little bit in between. But... I, I really got to I got to know some of the other people like way better on this trip. It was it was cool to actually go somewhere with a bunch of dudes and not get a bunch of hookers and blow. <laughs> well, I couldn't believe how I was like through the whole trip. I was uh, pleasantly surprised over and over again how smooth everything went. Like everyone got to the airport on time. We got the rental cars. <laughs> I mean, at least like on our end, like uh, everything went really smooth. I, I mean, did. I was surprised, and everyone got along really well, and I think everybody liked everybody, and it was yeah. like it was a really yeah. good it was, group. It guys. was really cool, and um, I got like Mark. I think of the whole group that came. The one I know or knew the least was probably Mark. I didn't really know Mark outside of AOJ at all. I like Mark. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. And we had amazing. a good crew. We had a very good crew. Yeah, Kingsley. It had me laughing the whole time. Andrew was hilarious. It was, it was <clears throat> Josh's comedy always. Josh, dude. Oh, jo Josh is really funny. <laughs> Josh is. He funny. is funny, dude. 
Well, that, uh, shit, I don't know. Are we leaving? I mean, I know we're going to stop recording and we're going to go, oh, dude, I can't believe I didn't say that. Oh, um, should we talk about uh, celebrating Johnny's birthday? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That, okay. can, be, that can be the last one to wrap up. All right, Good well, call. Apparently, okay, so one of the first night at, or the second night at dinner, uh, Danny and, and Jamie were there, and I went to use the restroom. And everyone kept smiling at me. And we get back. And all of a sudden, I start seeing... Where is this diner? It's fucking hole-in-the-wall diner. And I start seeing them all do the birthday walk with the scoop of ice cream and the candle. And I'm like, I'm like, motherfuckers, that's coming <laughs> for me. And I see everyone starts singing happy birthday. And Danny is singing happy birthday. Danny and I have the same fucking birthday, that traitor. <laughs> so he knows it's not my birthday. So I just kind of smile and, and uh, yeah, okay, so everyone, all right, so eat the Sunday. The next morning- We went to breakfast before leaving. We went, oh, and we went to a killer diner, and, uh, and I was about to go to the bathroom that time. I, I, a lot of bathroom visits on this trip. I was about to go pee- Because it was like your fucking five gallons of Coke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I start seeing- this giant Sunday coming with like three waiters. And you know what? I had just stood up and I saw it coming my way and I'm like, Oh fuck. That's for me. I know that's for me. And they started in with the happy birthday again. Happy birthday, Johnny. So you're going to see, uh, my friends on Instagram. Anytime I post something, fucking Lou and Jeremy are writing happy birthday to little Johnny on everything. You know, so, and I actually, Lou is really persistent with his shit talking. He's very patient. Lou He's, and Jeremy, I will never, don't ever mess with those guys on social media, dude. They have nothing but time. Dude, he tags me, Lou, every day on this, um, um, like, uh, Viagra <laughs> fucking thing. And, oh, Chris, they mail it to your house. He tagged you so much that the company liked one of his tags yeah no he has way too much time and I, now i'm just like okay i'm gonna ignore him and he'll stop no it keeps going youth is wasted on the youth chris <laughs> then uh, also like when you went to the diner at night what happened when you walked in like right when you walked into the diner we had the table set up in a specific yeah you oh. guys you guys insisted i sit at the head of the table yeah with a high chair Oh yeah, that was another thing. Every time we ate, they would put a high chair out kids for seat. me. The kids, kids seat, kids menu. Yeah, yeah. I, you know Crayons, what, please. I, I love attention. So as long as you guys are showing me attention, dude. So you got that, and I just go, hey, uh, Chris, are, are you eating carbs right now? Are you having a salad? Are you? What? Uh, hey, you know, a uh, fruit is. Uh, carb. I'm like, dude, cantaloupe, watermelon. That's what. Are you sure, Chris? Maybe you should look into. It, it was like, dude, I'm about ready to eat I, fucking carbs so I, people stop talking to me about it. I will say this though: there was a there was some chatter going on on who was the most angry old man on that trip. If it was Chris or Coach Jeff, that's true. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I think I have the bad rap of being the <laughs> grumpy old man. I don't know. You're too young to be a grumpy old man, Coach Jeff. Dude, all I know is when we landed, some old guy was trying to be all friendly and funny and was like, hey, gave up to Jeff. He's all, hey, uh, what did he say to you? Cheer up. I heard you're the scary one. Why yeah. don't you smile more? <laughs> and and he, gave, he gave like the pat on Jeff's shoulder, you know, like, hey, 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 I'll see y'all later. And then Jeff looks at me and goes, that's what I need. Another fucking white guy coming up to me. <laughs> 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 yeah, like I haven't had enough older white men in my life tell me what to do. I need another one that's not related to me. 
Thanks a lot, Dad. <laughs> Dude, that's a, but I loved hearing it. I was like, yeah, I'm not the grumpy one. And then Chris would say something totally grumpy like right after he'd say that. Dude, fuck well, I did feel like like at certain points because I would be the person that's like, okay, we're going to leave at this time or... In 10 minutes, we're going to get in the car and go do this or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know what I mean? Wait, so. wait, you Jeff didn't said- hear this. After you separated, so you and Lou stayed longer. And so you dropped us off at the airport. And <laughs> seriously, so there were like, what, six of us walking around without you telling us what to do. We're like, hey, where are we going? Yeah, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't know what to do. We are uh, so used to someone leading us around. Hey, uh, maybe you should call Coach <laughs> Jeb. There, there was, the, on our last day, Coach Jeb looked at us because everyone was just chilling downstairs. And then Coach Jeff just looks at us and goes, we're leaving in 10 minutes and you have to have everything packed in. If you're not ready, I'm leaving. So so, so Mark, so everyone starts running into the rooms and Mark and I are upstairs all like, fuck, the, you know what? I'm a grown ass man. I'll take a fucking, I'll take a lift to wherever we're going. But they were out there. But we were out there. Yeah, the dude, you were not. You had like your shorts on. <laughs> yeah, yeah I had a cup of coffee in my hand and I like, got the 10-minute, like, we're out of here and you need everything packed. and like You just got the 10, ten minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> well, I think I had given like an hour warning, but you guys weren't downstairs I didn't know. I didn't hear that. They were snoring. snoring not to upstairs. mention, I, I, I packed like that meme. Like that meme that's on the internet that says like, does anyone else pack like they're gonna shit their pants every single day on their trip? Oh yeah. Like I took way too much clothes. I took like three pairs of pants to New York. I wore the same pair of pants the whole time that I wore on the plane out there. <laughs> yeah. It was a boys trip. Well, yeah. guy Kinji, Coach Jeff, uh, thanks for going on this boys trip. I just want to say thanks to Jamie for helping us set it all up. She yes. is amazing. Jamie's amazing. If you're in Long Island, go visit Breathe Jiu-Jitsu. It's in Bayport. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, check it out, Professor Danny Stolfi. Um, by the time you hear this, there will probably already have been a Guy Mendez seminar there. Yep. Hey. And uh, so definitely go check it out. Mendez Brothers Black Belt. Go train there. Um, also, thanks to Chris for talking to Jamie and setting it up. Thanks to Johnny, even though I don't want to thank him for getting everyone else to jump on the trip. <laughs> no, no it, that's, thank you, Nikki, for getting everyone else to jump on the trip. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah. And... And thank you, Barbara, for buying my birthday present. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next trip, Kauai. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm cracking one open with the boys by myself. <laughs> and everybody thinks that I need professional help. But I don't want to think about that anymore And just because I woke up on someone's floor And asked who the fuck am I I didn't know it felt good to cry You know what? We really should record when we're just sitting here and getting ready to record because I think some of the best conversations. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here telling Johnny he popped in a lozenge and I'm like, yo, motherfucker. Chris, it's not a lozenge. It's a spacement. I've rebranded them to not disappoint our fans that I'm back on. Oh, that was a fucking secret? Nicotine. Woo. <laughs> So, so you're giving me shit. I'm like, dude, I better not hear that fucking mint clinking around in your mouth. And then you said, 
I said, what the fuck are you talking about, juicy mouth? <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting here berating each other. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have a condition. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make an ASRM video? And you're like, what the fuck is that? And then you're explaining. I'm like, dude, that sounds creepy. They just, it's a lot of talking. <laughs> like that. I don't understand it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this is the part of the show where we do our recommendations. Yeah, people really want recommendations from us now, dude. Just, again, ruined. <laughs> this episode is ruined. Uh, so my recommendation uh, for this episode is an article that just came out in the New Yorker. So you can actually search it. And it you, won't cost you a penny. Did you get published in the New Yorker, Chris? Fuck, I wish. <laughs> Dude, if I did, do you think I'd be sitting here doing a podcast with you? Probably I'd be not. going Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> I mean, minus... <laughs> I wish you would, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, don't talk about Anthony okay. Bourdain. You know what? I'll just bring this up. In uh, Professor Danny's new studio, Breathe jiu-jitsu he had a picture that he had of anthony yeah. Dude, dude, that's a fucking bummer man yeah i was super bummed about that that was a bummer anyway the show's great and you can still see them all on uh, i can't Netflix. watch them i can't even watch them i didn't even i love that show parts unknown but i stopped watching after he died yeah it was just a bummer to me because i thought his shows were very life affirming and i don't know bummer anyway so this article you can find in the New Yorker, it's called A Suspense Novelist Trail of Deceptions, and it was written by Ian Parker, and it deals with, until this article, it just randomly popped up in my inbox. Uh, I'd never heard of this guy. There's a novel that was published last January, so about a year ago, um, called The Woman in the Window, and it promptly went to number one on the New York Times bestsellers list. Uh, it's a thriller. Um, it was the guy, his name, his actual name is Dan Mallory and he writes under the pen name AJ Finn. Um, when he sold this book, he's, I mean, he sold a two book deal for like $2 million, which is freaking a lot of money for publishing. I mean, that's just not for a debut novelist. He, so this guy, Dan Mallory, the article details that he attended Oxford and while he was there, he studied, um, Patricia Highsmith's Tom Ripley novels. Um, I don't know if you saw the talented Mr. Ripley. I did. With Matt. So, it, I mean, Tom Ripley is, he's a charming, brilliant imposter. Um, he studied these and I think he wrote his dissertation on these novels, but essentially that sets up this huge deceit. This guy got a job in the publishing world and promptly went to the higher echelon of the New York publishing scene, had like huge high paying job as an editor, a couple different publisher publishing houses. And he oh, <clears throat> details like he got on, he just like a pathological liar, like always saying like, yeah, I have a, a brain tumor and can't be operated on. And he would disappear for like weeks and, the guy is freaking nuts, and I think his life mirrors the so this, Mr. Ripley, talented yeah. Mr. Ripley. And then he freaking goes off and he um, pins this novel, <laughs> and uh, the 
the article is amazing. I sent it to Nick the Tooth, and I was like, dude, you got to check this out. He read it, and he came back. He was like, is that for real? Like, this is like the biggest publishing hoax ever. Like, it was really engaging, and they just made a movie. Um, they finished, I think, Amy Adams and Gary Oldman um, and Julianne Moore are in the movie adaptation of the woman in the window. But I actually think what would be more interesting is the story of this guy's life. Yeah. Cause he's just Sounds. a young, like handsome guy that has just lived this incredibly disturbing existence. But apparently he's doing something right. <laughs> and, and I have made wrong choices on trying to be honest. Um, so anyway, the article again is a suspense novelist trail of deceptions. And it's in the New Yorker right now. I highly recommend it. I'll check that out. Did, can I get that article on tape? <laughs> <laughs> I will just read it. Dude, just... Well, like this, though? <laughs> Johnny. This is the article. And I'm asleep. Okay. My recommendation. I'm trying to find it. Oh, yeah. It's uh, another uh, new show on the YouTube premium. They, the only thing they really had before that was the uh, Cobra, Kai. Cobra Kai series. Never say die. Dude, that series fucking rocked. But anyways, this one's called Wayne. And uh, I think you can watch the first episode. You know, that's how they get you. You can watch the first half hour. For free and then you got to pay the, the yeah. fee. Or you got to know somebody. I've heard you can find it pretty easily on Torrent, Chris. I would never do something like that. No. Or but, order pills from India. <laughs> but uh, it's dude, it's about a kid that's he's he's everybody in school is like afraid of him because he just does crazy fucked up shit, and uh, the teachers are afraid of him. Uh, his dad on the first episode is like dying of cancer, and he ends up, and why his dad's on his deathbed. He said, you know, he shows him picture of this like uh, Trans Am, and he's like, dude, this was my car, and then your mom ran off on me with. This guy, she ran away and they took the car that was supposed to be yours. I wanted to be, I wanted to leave you just one thing in life. And then later, and then he dies. And then uh, he gets the address of his mom's house and he also meets up with like total like, like gangster thug, uh, their, their daughter. So he, he takes her with him to go to Florida to get the car back. And the crazy shenanigans that happen along the way. There's a cop that's pretty funny. So they're going to Florida to get the Trans Am. To get the car. Yeah, because it was his dad's car, and that's his God-given birthright. So I like the premise. Yeah. No, and it's, and it's super... It's, it's a hard R, this show. <laughs> let's just say that. And uh, it's pretty entertaining. I was watching it on the, on the plane on our boys' trip that we're going to talk about. But I, oh, really? I like Is that it. what you're watching? Yeah. Oh, all right. I kept interrupting. I knew you were watching something, and so you would get into it, and I'd tap you on the Hey, Johnny. Um, so anyway, I was thinking, <laughs> and I'd make you like stop it, take your headphones off. And like, huh? <laughs> and I'd talk to you, and then you would get back into it, and then like 10 minutes later, go, hey, Johnny. That playwright going out there was pretty much a nightmare for me, because <laughs> there was like nine people surrounding us. And yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, also, something I want to recommend is uh, Lou Dog Photog. Just started a podcast. Our chief brand officer that makes all the funny memes of us on Best Frenemies. 
photoshopping and whatnot. Photoshopping. Yeah. He hasn't done... You know what? And I guess that's why he dropped off, because he was doing his own podcast. He's got his new podcast. And what's the name of that? That is... Nobody listens to this podcast? I believe it's Nobody Listens to This Podcast. And it's... You can get it on iTunes. And... The podcast app. Yeah. He's... Dude, he's on it. And it's... uh. He did, right now that he has two episodes and he uh, he uh, they're like it's like an interview podcast it's it's good. So when Lou told us he was doing this, we we're like, oh Lou, that's great! Anything we can do to help, you just can't do top five, can't do eight bit uh, music, <laughs> can't uh, do recommendations. You can't do recommendations, <laughs> and you can't argue with your co-host. But other than that, you feel free to do whatever you want, dude. So everyone should check that out. Yeah, we love Lou. And, um, that's it, right? We're done. Well, no, I have a, obviously I'm going to take everybody out with a, with a song. Now that the song, this, this podcast, uh, I'm doing it off of Muse. I have a new album out. Who? It's been out. Muse. Okay. It's, it's a rock band. <laughs> what year? It's, it's kind of sound like, you know, how, how, when Radiohead was making music and not just bleeps and blops. Like that's the group Muse. Okay. And uh, on their uh, their new album, Simulation Theory, on the Super Deluxe, like you know how they always like there'll be like an album and then it'll be like five songs that are like remixed and stuff. They do have a cool remix of their song Pressure, and they did something cool to their own song for once. Like uh, it it features the UCLA Bruin marching band. So it's got that, and you know what, dude? Truth be told, I'm a sucker for Nick Cannon's drumline. <laughs> so anytime I hear the 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 oh, drums and the dude, really, that movie was horrible. I'll watch it every time it's on. That and anything Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm like, oh, well, don't need to search channels anymore. Roadhouse is on, so fucking. Oh, dude, the Roadhouse. The only good part was when they did like the tiger claw throat rip. Dude, <laughs> blade on the right boot, Chris. Come on. <laughs> Whoa. So, you guys should check it out. If you like Muse, like they're they're like one of those bands, kind of like how Corn. Like if you like one Corn album, you sh- you're stoked as a fan because they just keep releasing the same album over and over again. Fair they, enough. So, check it out, and uh, we'll be back next podcast with some good shit. Or will we? <laughs> Stay tuned. I'm trapped in my box up against the wall. I see no solution or exit out. I'm grinding it out. No, 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 no. Your pressure's growing. Every